0: Hi, this is Bob. If you've been a listener to Sarasota Stories for a while now, would you do me a little favor? Go to our website, sarasotastories.co, scroll down and enter your best email so you will know when all our episodes will air. It helps us know who's a fan and how many folks are listening. I certainly appreciate it. And now on to today's episode. Even if you're not an executive or business owner, you should definitely know about the Economic Development Corporation of Sarasota County or the EDC as it's more commonly known. Why? Because of the incredible way they support our community's economic prosperity. If you are a business leader who's thinking of expanding or considering relocating to our county, then the EDC is your obvious competitive advantage to take your organization to the next level. Hi, I'm Bob Williams. I believe if you truly want to better understand your community to build personal, professional, and even lifelong relationships, then a willingness to hear each other's stories is an absolute must. That's why I created the Sarasota Stories Podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to helping you get connected a little deeper with those living in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview business leaders, civic leaders, artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in the greater Sarasota area. In today's episode, it is my pleasure to have both President and CEO Lisa Kraus and Aaron Silk, Vice President of Business Development Services, join me today. As you will find, the EDC is one of Sarasota's most important catalysts for economic opportunities. They connect entrepreneurs, business leaders, and major corporations to new and existing development opportunities. Whether it's for expanding an existing enterprise or relocating a business to Sarasota County, they can help. In today's episode, you'll learn. What the Economic Development Corporation does, is critical importance to Sarasota County, how they help local businesses expand, how they help businesses wanting to relocate to our area do so, why every resident should know about the EDC, how you can get involved with the EDC, and much, much more. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, it is my hope that you will listen, that you will learn, and connect. Lisa Krause. President and CEO, and Aaron Silk, Vice President of Business Development Services of the Economic Development Corporation of Sarasota. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks. Well,
0: it's a pleasure to have you both here today. Um, we were chatting before you both got on. I was trying to get both of you separately because you guys do, again, you have such a wide footprint here in the Sarasota County. Uh, there's so much to cover today. But on the other hand, it's great to have get two for one. So uh, I'm real happy to have you on the show today.
1: Well, thanks. Um, You know, it's nice to have a conversation. And so, so much of the work that Aaron and I do, um, you know, we come together sort of at an intersection uh, between leadership and delivering, uh, you know, to our promise to our customers and to the community. And so it's a lot of fun to have a conversation together. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. Well, um, before we get into what each of you do, tell our listeners what the EDC does and how they do it.
1: And
2: so the Economic Development Corporation, you know, first and foremost, we are a nonprofit. We are a mission-driven nonprofit. Um, We are a public-private partnership, which means that Part of our funding comes from the county and the municipalities within it. And then we have our private investors who support um, our work. But really, we are a nonprofit for all of the businesses in Sarasota County. Our mission is the diversification of the Sarasota County economy, because as we know, our economy uh, is very reliant on certain industries, very important right. industries like tourism, hospitality. But our team is working to grow the other industries such as manufacturing, technology, corporate headquarters, life sciences. So these are industries that will help as they grow. They will help um, create a more sustainable economy here in Sarasota County.
1: You know, one of the, the things that most people don't realize is that we've only been in existence for about 20 years. But when you look at our founders and you look around our community today, they're names that at that time were visionaries, but are so well-known today. So for example, um, you have Buchanan Automotive Group, right? Right. And now you can see where Vern is. So, you know, a visionary in his, his own mind and, and about, well, what do we need in this community? Gulf Coast Community Foundation, which continues to be a leader in so many ways. Kirkering Barbario. Uh, with Rob Lane and Mr. Barbario, who was an original founder. Names, right? That, that oh, really led wow. the way yeah. in our community. Williams Parker. Uh, so when we look at our founders, we know that we have a, a responsibility that has a wide breadth of impact, uh, just because those are the shoulders that we stand on. There's an right. ex- that we are going to be change makers within our community consistent with a sustained success uh, for all so that kind of directs um, our activity in terms of what's important to us as an organization Just looking at our founders we've got you know signs around our office uh, that remind us about who it was that that set this organization up and we have a responsibility uh, to them to make sure that we are, uh, making a difference in the work that we're doing.
0: I think that is well said, because all those names are really kind of pillars of the community and have been really for decades. And so I, I, I can appreciate that, because unfortunately, at least from my vantage point, so much of our American society, we're, we're kind of forgetting some of the traditions and some of the, as you say, the uh, shoulders that we need to stand up on and remember that, because it's, it's, it helps define us and keeps us kind of on task.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that North Star is always important, right?
0: It it is indeed. It is indeed. So the uh, Economic Development Corporation, the EDC, is this a standalone organization or are you connected at the state and federal level?
2: Yeah, so we are a standalone organization. We function as a 501c6. We also have a 501c3 foundation. But we partner really closely with, um, for instance, Enterprise Florida is the state organization mm. so we work really collaboratively with them on multiple things throughout the year.
1: One of the efforts that we're trying to make is to have a connection with other EDOs or economic development organizations. So for right. example, we recently met with the folks down in Charlotte and DeSoto counties And just knowing that it's so important for us to look broader beyond our own sort of our boundaries within our own communities because we learn from each other, but also we're all part of the same state. So having that umbrella of Enterprise Florida and then making sure that we have relationships throughout the state, particularly those in our own region, it's really important.
0: Well, obviously, uh, making more and more connections just really expands the resources that then you can provide to your your customers and your clients. Yeah,
1: particularly in in Manatee County. You know, the Bradenton area, EDC, is so important with Sharon Hillstrom, She does a tremendous job. Um, But, you know, workers don't look at, at the line between counties. And so many of our workers today live either in Manatee or Sarasota County and then travel. Uh, mm. To go to their their workplace, so we just we need to be respectful of the fact that you know our community sometimes is not viewed uh, by where that boundary line is, but rather as a whole.
0: Well, Lisa, you have shared a little bit about what your vision is. I think in some of those statements right there, but can you tell our listeners a little bit more about how you see your role as CEO and president?
1: My role is pretty simple, and that is standing, as I said. Uh, on the shoulders of those founders uh, who included many more names than the ones I mentioned, but it is to ensure a sustained and lasting success for this organization where we are making an impact in a positive way for Mm. those who live in our community. That's it. Mm. I mean, that's, that's, that's my goal. That's my objective. And, you know, that includes so many facets from making sure that Aaron has Uh, The the opportunity to succeed and to grow and to be impactful and involved in the things that she's passionate about and to ensure that we have strong relationships with partners within the community so that, you know, we have a small part, not a large part, but a small part in making a difference.
0: So, Aaron, um, business development services can mean different things depending upon the industry and the corporation. What does that mean to you, and and how do you fulfill that role? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you're right. So it's almost it's business development for the
1: county uh, yep. is how
2: we see it. And so our team, the business development team, we are working in a couple ways. One, we are working with companies who are seeking to relocate or expand into Sarasota County. We're also working with our local industries as their. Growing or maybe facing challenges, we're helping them um, with their expansion activities, and then we're making sure that our team is connected very closely um, with industries and understanding what maybe their current wins are, what their current pain points are, right. and what we need to bring back um, as a message to the community uh, about you know what kind of support our businesses need. So. Usually how we're interacting with companies is on a concierge basis. Hmm. If you think of a company that's, for instance, um, doing an expansion here in our county, they will need assistance on a variety of things. They're going to want to know where their employees going to live. Where are they going to recruit employees from? Um, They're going to want to know about the local tax climate, um, you know, The list goes on and on that our services provide. But I will tell you, when we tell a company that they are going to have an advocate here locally as they're doing their work, no matter what the question is, that we are here for them free of charge. Um, And we've been placed in this role by our community, um, by the county and by the cities to support them. It makes all of the difference in our business brand, and it makes
1: companies want to be here. So just to clarify, for those who may not know how the structure works, um, the model of economic development organizations is different in each county. Mm. For us, our county has, for lack of a better word, outsourced um, contractually with this organization. So in many ways, we are a bridge to those folks in the county, the county building, the county administration building. But in addition, we have an interlocal agreement with various municipalities like the city of Sarasota or the Northport, uh, Longboat Key. And so a lot of the services that um, Aaron will deliver is on behalf of of either the municipality or the county. That's the reason why we operate in the sunshine, Mm -hmm. Uh, not not only because of the funding model, but also because of the services that we deliver on behalf of the county and on behalf of the municipalities. One of the the key uh, perks that you get when you work with Erin is that if you have issues with permitting, uh, she'll facilitate a quick resolution of your permitting issues just because of the relationship that she has with the county staff. And, mm. uh, you know, and, and that's one of the, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Right. You, you know, that it's huge right there. And, and some handholding as they're making their way through the, the confusion of what, you know, what do they need and how do they deal with the county in so many ways? And so she's got a fast track right there and it's—I can tell you—businesses so appreciate having her uh, by by their side.
0: I can tell you that's huge because as being uh, on a board of a local um, social club here, uh, we went through a building program, and with so many businesses moving down and getting to the right person and getting that permitting through, and at the time we, it, it was really a great disruption in business. So our revenue streams mm. were uh, interrupted. And it's just simply because of trying to navigate the bureaucracy. And I'm. this is not a complaint against the bureaucracy. I mean, they're busting at the seams downtown, but having an advocate, you know, such as Aaron to do that would be huge.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, and you never know where the issues are going to pop up. So for example, um, I had done early in my joining the EDC, I had done a, uh let's call it a keynote to the leadership team of mid florida credit union mm. which happens to be one of the largest credit unions in the state of florida and they ultimately decided that they were going to open up a branch in sarasota and it happens to have been in the city of sarasota where we have an you know our interlocal agreement so as they are you know finding their location and they begin work You know, Erin did a touch point. How's everything going as she typically does? And they said, Oh my goodness, we are just facing, you know, such challenges as it relates to permitting. And we said, Oh, you know, hold up, hold up. You know, we pick up the phone, we call our our mayor, Arroyo, who happens to be a great friend to this EDC. Yep. He said, Lisa, we've got this. And, you know, they are very fortunate to have Marlon Brown uh, part of their organization. And between the mayor and Marlon, Boy, they jumped right on that and and hopefully, um, and I, as I suspect, I think mid Florida will feel that they are embraced by our community. And more than that, welcome.
0: Give us a a typical scenario because you're attracting new business to the area. You're and we just talked a little bit about helping local businesses expand. How do you attract new businesses to the area? What are the the portals that you use? The pipelines that you use in order to attract business.
1: Yeah, well, you can answer this, Aaron. I, I know in so many ways, but I would say there's no typical way. That's yeah. the, that. Aaron and I sometimes will look at each other and we just laugh because we couldn't have ever envisioned that we would have been in this scenario or doing that, or that <laughs> one conversation would have led to yeah. you know the the success of the growth of an organization. But you have so many examples from Fleet Force to you know to, to the company you're working with uh, this week, but every week it's a different story. So you I'll jump in where you where uh, where you've missed. <laughs>
2: our our job is it's fascinating. And that's what really <laughs> motivates me. Every single business story is different. Oh, so every true. need is yeah, different. So true. Uh, just just when I think I've got it figured out, I a challenge arises. Um but you know, I think for us, it's been years of building the business brand of Sarasota County. We've been closely engaged with Enterprise Florida, with mm. the International Economic Development Council. We stay closely engaged with um, our local site selector consultants. So these are individuals that uh, work as a consultant to help a company relocate or expand. Um, and so we're Participating with these groups multiple times a year and um, keeping them up to date on what's going on in Sarasota County. We're also doing um, online advertising, you know, social media advertising in places where we know that we're getting a lot of interest from. Um, One market that we, we speak to business owners a lot from is Chicago interestingly. Um, so we we will do advertising there. I will say Bob, since, since COVID um, it has been very organic, the demand of companies right. are to move here. Right. And it's because there is this influx of residents and people that have um, wanted to make a change in their quality of life or, you know, you name it. And so companies are now following the workforce, And so we've seen a large number of companies that are wanting to move here. Our project pipeline, we do keep track very closely of exactly how many companies we're working with at any given time, what industries they're in, how many potential jobs. Right now, our project pipeline sits at about 75 companies that we're working with. Oh, wow. It's a potential. My goodness. Yeah, over eight thousand jobs and three hundred million dollars in capital investment.
0: Oh my goodness!
2: Well,
1: oh, put, you know, good you,
0: job, <laughs> good doing, job.
1: Yeah, she's doing a tremendous job. But a lot of that work, you know, takes time too. You know, I mean, sure this is a business that's trying to, um, you know, change its direction in in so many ways. But the other thing is just partnering with organizations like Visit Sarasota, Florida, right? So, VSC is a, a tremendous partner to us. And what we have now is a social media campaign that we've been working uh, with them on uh, for remote workers. Mm. So that would be an example of where tourism and the expansion work that Erin does kind of intersects. And we're trying to leverage the opportunities for both of us uh, as organizations. So joined at the hip, I would say, with Visit Sarasota, Florida, the social media campaign Uh, that we've been working with them on has been highly successful. Uh, You know, when it comes to trying to attract, for example, the remote worker or trying to attract workers, uh, the website where we have all of the Sarasota jobs housed on our website. So if you are not located here, or even if you are, but particularly if you're not and you want to see whether there's an opportunity, you can be driven uh, to the job site through our website. So lots of other partnerships you know whether it is with our chambers you know particularly with the uh, heather at the greater sarasota yep. chamber of commerce and all of our all of our chambers quite frankly are so important to the work that we do and we're so appreciative of the ability to work hand in hand with them um but you know other organizations too and uh, you know such as our foundations who are focused on doing good work but recognize that you know, it takes it, it takes a, a collaborative effort uh, between all of us. And we all have a small hand and and can influence a, a small lever, right? A piece of the lever that's going to change the direction and the momentum within a community.
0: Well, it seems to me like you have more than a small hand in this. So those are some great numbers coming down here. Uh, great, a lot of businesses that are moving down here, which is going to be wonderful for everyone. Uh presents its own challenges, of course, but I'm looking at the industries that you serve here, technology, creative industries, financial professional services, uh, corporate headquarters, of course, are moving down here, manufacturing, life sciences and whatnot. Is there more of a concentration of those types of businesses that you see moving down here or is it kind of all over the place? Because you're looking to diversify the local economy. So what are you actually seeing then?
2: Mm-hmm. You're right, Bob. I would say it's more diverse than we've ever um, worked with, but there is a quite a bit of concentration of manufacturers, light manufacturing, mm. and particularly in the life sciences. Um, that presents some challenges, of course, too, because as this demand has increased in our community, um, the vacancy rates in our industrial sites are very low. Um, so sometimes sure. we're working with a company um, who needs, you know, for instance, 20 acres of properly zoned industrial land. And we just, at this current time, we have to say it's not available just don't here. have it, yeah. Hard.
1: But what Aaron will often do is, you know, with our partners, as I said, we have a, a strong partnership uh, with, for example, Northport and Jerome Fletcher and Mel Thomas, who are there, are very strong economic development uh, partners. And many times, you know, Erin is working with them to see, uh, you know, if there's a way to, um, you know, get get them to have an open mind about uh, Northport, uh, despite sure. the fact that there is infrastructure demand there that needs to to be dealt with. But nonetheless, um, you know, working hand in hand in that way to say, you know, perhaps you, you, you need to be thinking that you need to move even further south and 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 head toward door- towards uh, Northport. If anything, why don't you have an open mind and just go have a conversation. Right. And sometimes as it did this week, um sometimes it has a positive outcome.
0: Right. What what are some incentives that you or Sarasota County or the state of Florida offers for someone relocating down here?
2: Mhm. So Sarasota County does have a couple of incentive programs. Um you know, from fast-track permitting, um, which is uh, a key of, you know, when companies hear that their permitings can be fast-tracked, that is um, that is a big one. Um, and there's a couple other. Um, the state has what they call high-impact grants, and so those relate to projects that um, create a certain amount of jobs and do a certain amount of capital investment. So there are a couple incentives that the state and the county um can use, if they so choose, um, in attracting companies.
1: I will tell you, though, you know my sort of my conclusion after seeing the work that Aaron and the team has done over the course of the last seven months, I really am questioning, Bob, whether incentive grants at this moment in time in Sarasota are truly needed. You just heard how um, busy Aaron is. The the interest level in Sarasota is so strong. Um, you know, I wonder, you know, they're not they're not coming here because of the incentive grants. Right. That's not that. Right. That's, not, that's not what's driving them here. So I, I think we'll be having more of a conversation, particularly with our counter uh, counterparts at the at the county. Uh, who certainly have an open mind about you know economic development in our community, but you know to have a conversation about maybe that fund needs to be relooked at. Um, you know we have so many challenges that as a community we're facing, um, and growth is one of those conversations. Of course, that that you know we look at. Um, there's two sides to that, right? So. Um, yeah, so just more conversation to come on that, but it's it's an interesting perspective. Um, there, there certainly is a time and a season when incentive grants uh, and they have a place. Sure. I'm just wondering at this season, you know, in Sarasota County, what how essential they are. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, sure. Well, so you've already talked uh, touched upon a little bit of the opportunities that are out there. It, do you have any insight on the uh, housing situation? Because that's one of the bottlenecks that everybody's facing. I mean, it, it's, you know, my home, of course, has gone up tremendously. And you think, wow, and you feel so much wealthier, but then you go, okay, well, where would I move? Yeah. So that's really, it's just a real bottleneck, I would assume for employers. But uh, is there any, um, is there any um, bright lights on the other side of that?
1: What do you think? Bright light? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right, it's a tough
0: one. It's a is on tough
1: it. one for sure. And we hear it
2: every time. And we are sure. meeting with a lot of our companies right now. And that is a top um, point of conversation that we're having with them um, because we're hearing, right, the cost of housing. Now the increased cost of gas. Um, it is making it, it, it is difficult for um, some of the lower wage um, workers, uh, to sure. continue working at some of our, some of our facilities here in Sarasota County. And so, you know, wh- what I, at least on my side, what my role is, is I, I want to hear from them. I want to hear, you know, all of the feedback. And so we, we ask questions, um, and dive deeper into it. Um, and so that we can take that information back with us as we're working with, um, some of our partners, to hopefully help alleviate mm-hmm. some of the stress. Um, but Lisa, you
1: can talk more about yeah. the foundations. And the yeah, well, I just don't, I don't, it's interesting because it isn't isolated. You can't say affordable housing, right? Right. That that's a standalone topic. Right. Because at, what we see is when we were talking to businesses, either here or those, those that are interested in, in, uh, you know, relocating here, they ask about talent. They ask about our colleges and universities and our young professionals. And, you know, you say, you know, if we want to keep our students who are graduating from these phenomenal uh, local colleges and universities, whether it's USF or State College of Florida, Ringling and so on, um, they're, they're saying to us that they're not able to afford living in Sarasota. And so, while we are on the on the one side pulling the lever up, but we have great jobs, we've got great businesses that are coming here. That, you know, we need you. They, you know, how how do we how do we fill that need to say no? You do have a place. And then when we look at a community where we would love it to be a multi generational, a vibrant community, we have the arts and culture that play a huge role here. Um, and. When you look at our jobs, Bob, the number one job uh, vacancy is on the healthcare side, and if you're oh, wow. having conversations with local businesses on in the healthcare industry, they are desperate, desperate for help. And so, healthcare is a foundational pillar for any community. For, sure it is. and and no matter what generation you're in. Um, it's going to be essential. And then when you look at the next highest, right, it's in the retail industry. And and, you know, our community is beloved because of our restaurants and the, you know, the, the small town approach that we have. Um, but essential workers are so critical. That's what we learned during covid. And so how do we provide them with a place to live? Uh, and, and you know, and that's where the community comes together, no matter whether it's GCBX or, you know, it's the foundations, any one of our foundations that are so important to our community. Um, but it's, you know, it's become headline news now because we know that it has reached the stage of crisis.
0: It, 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 um, is, it is at the stage met, of crisis right? It is at the stage of crisis. And in a lot of different states, I have three 20 something uh, daughters, uh, all married. And uh, one, I'll I'll give you a quick scenario, but they're out in the Texas area, but they've had to move further out from the Dallas area where they were employed. And fortunately, they did find a home and they've kind of been able to begin life uh, to get married. And whether they have children or not, I don't know. But that's the same sentiments that are are many in that uh, generation are going to want to do those things and begin their life, buy a home, and just kind of move into the next stage of life. But if you cannot have affordable housing, that's very difficult. And I couldn't agree more that they would. Unfortunately, some of them move on. All that talent we'd lose here. So why why should um, you know, we've talked a lot about business and business owners and relocation and expansion, and whatnot. Why should and I want to use the term the average resident but why should all residents be aware of what you do and what, what would you say to, to yeah. the man on the street?
1: The the EDC is as Aaron shared a nonprofit mission-driven organization. So our focus is not on any one business, right? It right. is about an entire business community which is in essence necessary for any community to thrive. I think it's a balance. And so, you know, whether you're talking about growth or you're talking about affordable housing or you're talking about talent attraction, you're talking about job vacancies, it really is about creating a community where all citizens can thrive, be happy. Um, And so commitment... To our mission, I think, is critical. And part of the way we uh, support ourselves is through a business tax. So every business in, this, in the county of Sarasota supports this EDC. Mm. And I think as a community, we have to recognize that we work together, right? This is a collaborative partnership. There's no one of us that picks up the heaviest piece of the load. But it's all of us coming together, uh, recognizing the importance of a thriving, successful community where all citizens uh, have a a place in our community where they are thriving and uh, happy. That's what we're all looking for. So I hope that our community uh, continues to see the importance of the EDC. Certainly our visionaries who founded us believed in this mission, um, but I'm so appreciative, truly, of what our community is and, and the, the manner in which we conduct ourselves. I think it's a little different than other communities. I think we are a small town to some extent, and we enjoy the few fu- fruits of uh, so many of the visionaries who came before us, whether it's Bertha Palmer or whether it was uh, John Ringling you know, it's a, it's a remarkable community. I don't know if you probably have a perspective as well, Erin. It's really well said it in, you
2: know, what motivates me every day is that aspect of creating a community for all, you know, we, the staff here, we live here, we work here. Um, we care about this community. We're community members. And for me, um, I am motivated by coming into work and knowing that I'm going to sit down with a company and um, help them solve their problem to get to the next step of supporting mm. their employees. Yesterday, we were talking to a company about um, how do they launch a daycare so that they can support oh, wow. um, the families that work with them. And so a lot of times, you know, when people hear about our work, we might talk about CEOs, we might talk about business owners. Um, but for me, it's uh, it's the jobs that are created that support our community members.
0: Well, that is well said, and I will ask one last question because I always like to leave it with our listeners to say if they want to know more or they want to get involved, you know, where do they go? Because you do have an investor's uh, category of what you offer uh, for larger businesses and even smaller businesses. You have engagement, ambassador, patron, and whatnot, and they get some real benefits out of that by being able to come to some of the events that you hold Talk a little bit about that, and uh, then we will say goodbye.
1: Mm. Well, we have two signature events that anyone can attend. Uh, We happen to have an event coming up. This actually will be the first time we'll be together in over two years. Oh, wow. Um, Yep. On May 20th, it'll be at the Hyatt. There'll be uh, an individual. His name is uh, Sean Snaith. He'll be talking about the broader picture of economic development um, trends and what we are looking at in our community. So it'll be an interesting perspective to see not only what the economy looks like within the state, but then uh, drill down into our own community. So it's helpful to, to hear that. And then uh, in October, we'll be having a signature event where we'll be really acknowledging and recognizing some of our key leaders in our community who have contributed um, greatly uh, for, not, not for the EDC, but for the community as a whole and Kind of appreciating what they brought to the table. So, what, what are your thoughts, Erin, on on other events? You got the the ballpark event coming up, and you know, so many collaborative events that we've done. We have just yeah. completed an event with Argus. We're so appreciative of of our Argus partners. They do uh, tremendous work as well, representing the business community. So, you know, just continuing in that vein. But we would love, love, love to have anyone interested in. Uh, the work that we do, contact Aaron or myself uh, at any time. And uh, we, will, we will certainly embrace uh, whatever time and effort you have to give to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it's amazing.
2: You know, when we're at our board meeting, for instance, and we have 27 directors that sit on our board from all um, facets of the business ecosystem here in Sarasota County, and then our committees who are full of volunteers who are just so... Uh, motivated and enthusiastic about our work. And so I would really ask that if there's anybody that wants to get um, engaged or just find out more, we would love to sit down, have you in our office, or go have some coffee and talk about the work. Um, All of our staff here at the EDC are um, very motivated and driven to support this mission, uh, and we're surrounded by a group of really fantastic volunteers and group of investors who are also really engaged in the mission.
0: Well, I think that's a good place to uh, break. And if anybody wants to find any uh, more about the EDC, they go to EDCsarasotacounty.com is it? That's you got it. it. Sarasota, yeah, edcsarasotacounty.com You can find out more about what you guys do. And you're also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And so Lisa Krause and Aaron Silk, thank you very much for being on the Sarasota Stories podcast.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be with you.
0: All right. Let's do it again.
1: You got it.
0: All right. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect.